You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Chen. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. Across the street, knocking with the previous pastor, Pastor uh, Jason Atwood, and uh, we knocked on the door and the gentleman actually invited us in. It, it was a little strange. We didn't even, we just were able to introduce ourselves and we didn't even say what church we were from. And he said that he was looking for a church and uh, he was asking us different things of uh, what we believe. And he stopped us, he put his hand up and he asked us, what is the name of your church? And, and uh, I said, it's Heritage Baptist Church. And he kind of sat back in his chair and scoffed a little bit and said, I can just tell by your name that you're a church that's stuck in the past. And he laughed and he said, I bet you still use the King James Version, don't you? He said, yeah, I won't, I won't get too far on that, Brother Krause. I won't be able to stop it. He says, you're one of those old-fashioned churches. I will go off on it a little bit, Brother, Brother Krause. Yes, we use the King James Version. We will always use the King James Version. As long as I am the pastor of this church, we are using the King James Version, and we will use it wholly. We will not say the Revised Version says this. We will not say the American Standard Version says this. We will not say the NIV translates it in a better way. No, we will not. And as long as you allow me to pastor here, we will use the King James Version. But then you have Brother Rusty to deal with. So if you knock me off, he's even more stubborn than me, and you're going to have to get through him. And then you're going to have to deal with every single man in this church, and you've got to watch out. Brother Haven knows how to incapacitate someone with his thumb. <laughs> and so does Brother Hibbets. Brother Hibbets also knows how to incapacitate you with Brother Haven's thumb, so you have to watch about that. <laughs> And pretty much any one of our ladies don't even have to touch. They just look at you. Trust me, I'm up here all the time. Then why do you think I take my glasses off all the time? It's just a blur, right? You're right. <laughs> and he said that to Jeremiah, didn't he? Yes. If old-fashioned means singing hymns that glorify God, if old-fashioned means having an altar call where people are, are brought to a point of decision, if old-fashioned means going door-to-door soul winning and confronting people about their soul and whether or not they're going to heaven or hell, if old-fashioned means dressing our best for church, if it means being separate from the world, if it means believing in baptism by immersion, after salvation, and it doesn't have anything to do with going to heaven other than symbolizing your salvation. If old-fashioned means preaching hard against sin, and preaching hard against sin hurts. It hurts your heart. It hurts my hand because I always do this. I want to cut out this part of the pulpit and replace it with balsa. Could we do that? This is oak right here. It needs to be balsa right here so that I can punch. If old-fashioned means believing that Jesus was born of a virgin, not a young girl, a virgin, if it means that believing sin still takes people to hell. You know, I watched a video the other day that upset me. I don't know how old it was. Is Pope Francis still the Pope? 
Or is it, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. But it's a video of him, and, and a, young, a young boy comes up to him and asks him a question. And the young boy says, my father was an atheist, but he baptized his four children. He died not long ago. Is he in heaven? And here's what the Pope said. Because that man baptized his four children, even though he was an atheist, do you think God would reject that man? Church, God did not reject that man. That man rejected God. So if old-fashioned means speaking the truth in love to make sure that that young boy doesn't make the same mistake that his father made, if old-fashioned means believing that God is as holy as he is merciful, if old-fashioned means that he hates sin just as much as he loves the sinner, if old-fashioned means that we believe homosexuality is still wrong, that abortion is still murder, that government is still not the answer, that Jesus is still the answer, and that Christians are still called to be holy, then welcome to an old-fashioned church. Now, what we can do right now is have a word of prayer if you came to the wrong place, and you can sneak out. But this is an old-fashioned church, and that is what we told that man. People may call it old-fashioned. We call it truth. And truth is not old-fashioned. Truth is timeless. If it was true for Adam and Eve, and Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Moses, and David, and Elijah, and Elisha, and Isaiah, and Jesus and his disciples, and Timothy, and Polycarp, and Finney, and Wesley, and Whitfield, and Holmes, and Spurgeon, and Moody, and Sunday, and McGee, and Morgan, and Hiles, and Roloff, and Robertson, then it's still true today. And yes, what was true for Jeremiah so many years ago is still true for us today. As Jeremiah begins this verse, verse 16, Thus saith the Lord, we can be confident today that what the Lord said, he is still saying because he is the Lord and he changes not. The truth taught in Jeremiah 6.16. Miss Allegria, it's wonderful to see you. I didn't see you this morning. Thank you so much for being here. We love you. The truth taught in Jeremiah 6.16 is like an adamant stone that no power of earth can destroy. Time has tried to erase the truth of Jeremiah 6.16 with progress, but it has failed. Man has tried to negate this truth with opinion, but they have failed. Religion has tried to ignore this truth with tolerance, but it will be weighed in the balance and found wanting. Satan has tried to destroy this truth with all the powers of hell, but it has yet to make a dent. And here's what the truth is. The old paths are still the good way. And if they were old in Jeremiah's day, they're ancient now, but you can call them whatever you want. If God said they were good then, they're good now. So let's take a moment to see what's happening here in this passage. Both kingdoms of Israel and Judah have rebelled against God. The northern kingdom of Israel has already been taken captive by Assyria, and Judah watched all of that, and yet Judah, the southern kingdom, is still rebelling against God. Instead of worshiping God, they're worshiping the gods of the heathen. Instead of following God's law, they're following their own heart, and their disobedience has led them to a place of immorality and idolatry. And it's through Jeremiah's ministry where God in his mercy is going to give them one final chance to find their way back to God. Now, let me give you a spoiler alert here if I've, if I've lost anybody. You do not find your way back to God on a new path. 
You find it on the old paths. And he presents this final chance by calling them to four actions, and these four actions are all I want to present to us this morning. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways. Now, there have been times when I take my girls out to the store, and if they have been good that day or that week, I want to get them what we call a treat. I want to get them a reward of some kind, and I usually give them a choice of two items. But I remember one time when they had done really well, so I wanted to give them something extra special. So I went up to them, and I believe we were in HEB, or uh, yeah, I think it was in HEB, and I said, girls, I want to get you a reward for doing so well today. Now, you can either go to the candy aisle and get a box of candy or candy. And they just scream right away, candy. I go, okay, okay, or you can get candy, candy, candy. So I have to put my hands on, like, okay, 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 okay. Candy is one option or you could go and get yourself a new movie. Candy! Hey, fine. It's your choice, right? A box of candy costs a buck, and, you know, movies are, saves me money. But they were so impatient. They were so sure that they knew what they wanted, they didn't even take time to consider anything else. Stand ye in the ways. Israel is so intent on worshiping idols. That is what they wanted through years of preaching and warning. Idols. Okay? That, that is one choice. No, idols, idols, idols. All right, hang on. God has to come by and say, stop. Hold up a second. Be still. Stand ye in the ways Consider where you are. You are at the crossroads of a major decision. And in fact, this is your final chance. This is your final chance that I will give you in this matter. You need to settle down and you need to think for a moment. Two ways are set before you. One way is the new path of idolatry. This new path is broad. It's flexible. It's movable. There aren't a lot of rules that you need to follow on that new path. It's paved and it's smooth. It's open to man's opinion. It's progressive. Or there's the old path of following me. This path is narrow. This path is resolute, and it's fixed. There are rules, and there are commandments to follow. It's a dirt road, but it's well-trodden. It is not open to your opinion, and it is firm. They could not be more different. Now stop. Come on. We're human. What choice is our flesh, what choice is our nature going to want to make every single time? And didn't Jesus say, few enter in at the straight gate, and many enter in at the wide gate. And here's the reason why. We're so caught up in the present, we're so caught up in what feels good now, 
that we fail to see the future and we fail to lift up our eyes. We're so taken by what the gate looks like that we're not even looking at where it leads. Forget about what the gate looks like. Where does the path lead? And God is saying, Israel, you can either follow this new path of idolatry or, and your own will, or you can follow me, the old yet well-trodden paths of your fathers and Moses and the prophets. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways. Consider where you are. And then what does he say? And see. Consider where you're going. Lift up your eyes and look beyond what the gates look like and try to figure out where the path is going to go. Think back to my girls. Even when presented with the choice, they still choose candy. Why? Because they're children and they don't know any better. And they don't realize that a box of candy is going to last them about 15 minutes and then give them a stomach ache. But let's say a new toy or a new movie would last them a lot longer. You would be able to constantly enjoy it. But all they care about is the sugar rush. Now, can we make the spiritual leap when I say every sugar rush brings a sugar crash? And when all you care about is the sugar rush, sin is pleasurable. But only for a season. The world has a lot to offer, but it's nothing that you can keep. And your flesh can be supplied, but it will never be satisfied. And your idols may bring you present joy, but where are they going to be in your future trouble? And what does God say to them in Isaiah and Jeremiah? You're coming to me? Go to your idols that you've been praying to. You're coming to me to rescue you again? Go to that piece of wood. You, you go to a tree and you cut down the tree and you use part of it to make your food, you use part of it to build your house, and then you worship part of it. What sense does that make? They have, they have no eyes, they can't see, they can't hear, they can't do anything. Why do you want to worship a God that you have to carry when I will carry you? Seriously. But go to them. If that's what you want, go ahead. You may like what the gate looks like, but have you thought about where the where the end is? Have you thought about what the end looks like? Think about this. We are being presented with all these new paths for marriage, for child rearing, for church, for business, for worship, for society. They're more flexible. They're open to your opinion. They're open to change. They're progressive. Why get married when you can just live together? Oh, why is it so quiet? Come on, Heritage Baptist Church. Do we believe in the old paths? Then why get, okay, do we have a problem with people living together instead of getting married? Why be faithful when you can have an open marriage? That's a new thing now. One of these stinking celebrities gets stuck in an adulterous affair and she comes out and says, no, it wasn't an affair. It wasn't a transgression. It was, she had this word for it. I have a word for it. Adultery. Why spank your, your children when you can take away privileges? Parents, I need you to listen to me. I need you to listen to me. I know that I am young. You have sweaters older than me, but I need you to listen to me. We are running into problems today because parents believe 
that the moment spankings don't hurt anymore, we don't spank our children. The Bible says, thou shalt take away his privileges and thou shalt deliver his soul from hell. The Bible says, thou shalt beat him with the rod. <gasps> no, no, we're, it's, it's not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, there are plenty of times I felt my dad did that. My room was adjacent to my dad's, and I would, he would send me to my room every now and then, you know, once, a, once an hour. And I would be in my room, and I would see him walk into his room. Now, I know now my dad was in there praying for me every single time. I didn't think that. I thought my dad was in there, like, doing push-ups, like, getting himself ready to go. And the rod was in there, and I knew that, and I would grab the rod every now and then and hide it. But then he would upgrade the rod to whatever was within reach. And one time, what was within? Never mind. Okay. I'm <laughs> My dad will have CPS called on him. But, oh, but wait. I'm alive. He shall not die. Don't spare for his crying. Thou shalt beat him with the rod. And thou shalt say, thou shalt deliver his soul from hell. Listen to me. I remember one time where my mom, my precious mother, spanked me, and I turned around and I said, that didn't hurt. And so then she looked at me and said, fine, big boy. Then your father is going to spank you from here on out. Now listen to me. I believe that was a mistake. <laughs> but I have learned from it. I will not make this. It was a mistake on my end. It was a mistake on my mother's end. And here's why. No, maybe it did not hurt as much as my dad's, but when my mom had to look up to me and say, son, take your punishment, I had to submit to my authority. At that point, it was not a matter of pain, even though I was, it, it hurt. No, I wasn't going to admit it as a teenager that my mom's spankings hurt, but it hurt. But it was me submitting to my mother. And moms, it might be easy to say, fine, then your father is going to come home. But listen, your, your husband has been working all day. He's had a hard day. He wants to come home. He wants to have fun with his kids. He does not want to walk in and hear, deal with your child! He wants to have fun. He wants to play with them. Mom, that's, that's part of your job. And no, it may not hurt. Well, put a little more oomph into it, Mama. I don't know how I got off on that. Oh, yeah, why, why spank the kids when you can take away privileges? Hey, still take away privileges, but there needs to be a submission. Because you know what? When you tell your child, give me your phone, give me your driver's license, give me the keys, ugh. Fine. Whoa, where's the submission in that? And then they go off to school. My stinking parents did this and did that. Well, how do you know they did that? Because I did that. I was a teenager. There's something about this book. And when it says stick with the old paths, it means it. It is still the good way. But why be their parent when you can be their friend? Why go to church three times a week when you can just go once a week? 
Why stand for right when we can all just get along if we would just compromise a little bit? Why denounce homosexuality when love is love? Now, I wanted to go further on that, but I'm not going to because there's children in the room. But we need to open up our eyes. What was, dis what was considered disgusting and illegal 50 years ago? Are they happy with it now that they've gotten their way? What do you think's next? Why live a holy life when you can live however you want and still call yourself a Christian? Why walk the old paths when you can walk the new ones? Here's why. See. See. Look a good long while at where each path leads. Okay, spanking your children isn't fun. Spoiling your children sounds fun. But look down the road a little bit. Because you spoiled your children, now you're having to raise your grandkids. Spanking your children isn't fun, but look down the road a little bit. Because you raised your children, now you get to spoil your grandkids. That's what, grand, that's what grandparents are for. To undo everything that the parents have done. No, you can't have candy before dinner. Are you insane? But grandmas. I love you, mom and dad. Have you seen where living together leads? Have you seen where drugs and smoking and drinking leads? Because drug, the gate to drugs and smoking and drinking, it's a wide gate, looks real nice. Flashing lights. Have you seen where it leads? Have you seen where, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Have you seen where crooked business leads? Have you seen where neglect of church leads? It's amazing. People start missing church, and then they stop missing church. The more you miss church, the less you'll miss it. Have you seen where man-made worship leads? Have you seen where looseness and immorality leads? Have you seen where compromise leads? Have you forgotten that there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death? So thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? Yes, you have a choice of ways, but only one is good. Only one is the way that has been set from the beginning. Only one is the way called the old paths because it comes from the one who is from everlasting. Only one is the way of righteousness. Only one is the way of holiness. Only one is the narrow way. Only one has the footprints of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses and the prophets and Jesus, our precious Savior and his disciples. Only one has been stained with the blood of the martyrs. Only one has been trodden down with the shoes of those of whom the world was not worthy. And those are all wonderful things. And they're true. But I'm going to catch my breath. But here are the ones that matter. Only one is the way that God calls good. And only one is the way that will bring rest to your soul. 
Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths where is the good way and walk therein and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Sure, take some time to consider the ways that are set before you, but once you see the one that God calls good, once you see the one that is promised to bring rest to your soul, get walking. What are we waiting for? Jesus is coming again. Maybe morning, maybe noon, maybe evening, but surely soon. And the world may call the old paths out of touch. God calls them eternal. Some may call them boring. God calls them blessed. And by the way, I don't think they're boring at all. If they're boring, that's our problem. Don't blame the Lord for that. Find some joy in your heart. Sing out. Goodness, goodness sake. Some may call them tight and inconvenient. God calls them narrow and good. Some may call them closed-minded. God calls them true. But they said, we will not walk therein. Read your Bible. You can see where that path led them. Led them straight into sin and exile and destruction. So what will we choose? Have you taken time to consider that there is a choice? Have you looked beyond where each path begins and see where each path leads have you seen the people in this room that are following the old paths and there's something different about them? There's something blessed about them. Yesterday out, out at the Bible giveaway, we had these young people driving down the street with vulgar language and vulgar gestures to a church that is giving away Bibles. Now they're not doing it on their own. They're always in a group. And people walk outside and they see that that's this next generation. No, you know what the next generation is? Those three precious young ladies up here who were singing about their creator. And they didn't find that on the new path. They found it on the old one. And the old one isn't always easy to, to walk. The old one is going to bring ridicule and persecution. And people are going to think you're weird. And people are going to call you peculiar. But, Brother Davila, you're supposed to be peculiar, not what? Not popular. We are not called to be popular. We're called to be peculiar. Have you seen the way that God says is good? Then walk therein. Walk it. Ask for the old paths in your marriage. You'll find rest for your soul. What are, what are the old paths? What the Bible says. What the Bible says about marriage. Oh, but marriage has progressed so much and this and that. And, and the government says... I don't care what the government says. I don't care who is in the White House. I care who's on the throne. And the one who is on the throne will never quit, will never resign, and will not be impeached, and he's not going to change. So I'm going to follow him. As for the old paths in your child rearing, yes, it is a path of discipline. It is a path of tough love. It is a path of you saying no a lot. But find any child that is making it in society, and you will find standing behind them a mom and a dad who are constantly telling them no. It is a path of that, but you'll find rest for your soul. Stick with the old paths for church. It's a path of outreach and standing and battle and work. But you know what? It works. Yesterday, we confronted a young man about his soul, and he said, I do not know Jesus as my Savior. 
and I showed him from the Bible, and when I asked him, do you want to accept him today, with tears in his eyes, yes. It still works. Don't tell me it doesn't. Get out of here, Calvinism. Get out of here, lifestyle evangelism. Get out of here, prosperity gospel. I'll stick with what I got. As for the old path and your priorities in life, it's a path of sacrifice and giving and others, but you'll find rest for your soul. As for the old path with your friends, it's a path of people who tell you what you need to hear, not always what you want to hear. It's a path of honesty. It's a path of people challenging you. It's a path of accountability, but you'll find rest for your soul. As for the old paths in your beliefs, yes, it's a path of ridicule and persecution, but you will find rest for your soul. Because at the end of the day, you could say, all the world may be against me, but God is pleased with me. And may I end with this. Stick with the old paths for the, the salvation of your soul. There are all these new paths coming out. Stick with the old paths. Stick with what the Bible says about how you are supposed to be saved. It is a path of humility. In fact, you don't walk the old path of salvation. You crawl it. You get as low as you can. It is a path of understanding how wicked we really are. It is a path of understanding how guilty we stand before a holy God. It is a path of realizing how worthy we are of eternal damnation in hell under the wrath of God. But it's the way that Jesus said, you will find my father. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. When Jesus comes again, I want to be found on the old paths. And he could come again right now. Where would he find you? On the new path to marriage? On the new path to child rearing? On the new path of church? On the new path of business and faithfulness? On the new path of salvation? He won't find you there. He'll find you on the old paths. Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.